everybody. Welcome to the first ever episode of Cinema Trip Reviews. Uh, we got Vern here, got Quentin here. Uh, of course, this is a new show. We've been talking about doing reviews for a while now. And what better movie to start out? It's the big blockbuster of the year, Godzilla vs. Kong. Uh, mm-hmm. This is the fourth movie in the MonsterVerse now. Uh, they're saying this could be, was supposed to be like maybe the last, but I doubt that. You know, It's like single-handedly bringing the cinemas back as of right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but it's directed by Adam Wingard, um, and of course, it's very self-explanatory. Everybody's seen the trailers: Kong versus Godzilla. Um, it, you get to see the return of Millie Bobby Brown in this one. She doesn't really do too much, unfortunately. Um, and Alexander Skarsgård is in it, and Rebecca Hall. Uh, just pretty much start out the movie. We see Kong chilling, man. <laughs> like it starts out, you think Wait, he wants so- Skull Island. Like, Q Smash Mouth All Star. It starts the same exact up. way that Kong Skull Island starts. You know what I mean? The way like it's just the sun shining. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like something about Kong just looking at it is just like, oh, what the? You know what I mean? It's just he yeah. knows it's an artificial sun. You know? Yeah. And, and that's, it's and that's cool. what you find out here is apparently I think it's Monarch now. They built a whole facility on Skull Island because Skull Island is just like surrounded by a huge storm now like it's overtaken the island so they built like this artificial facility for cog that he just apparently knows it's fake and he just keeps throwing trees and shit through the, the top of it. he's living in a truman show he's like jim carrey yeah. he's tired of it <laughs> he's tired of it and i mean they've even talked about like possibly moving kong and they're like well you know who's gonna find him like he's gonna search for him he wants to be the alpha male I thought it was pretty cool how they started out the film. Like, instead of waiting a half hour, 40 minutes to see some monsters, like, you see God, uh, Kong right at, right off the bat. Right. It was a really cool opening there. Like, especially how he's just kind of, like, enjoying his day. Like, just, uh, like, scratches and stuff, you know what I mean? Like, washes his head in the waterfall. And yeah. it takes that turn where he throws the, the big tree through You're and like, kind of zooms on? out. And it's yeah. raining and everything. On the outside, it's a whole different mood. And I think um, I saw somewhere the uh, the actual Monarch outpost number is like 200 and some. So like it shows oh, wow. you how many of these outposts they've had within the last couple years. Yeah. And I, I just like, man. So it kind of alludes to so much other stuff going on that we don't really see. Yeah. Well, and curious. Do we do we know how many years has passed has passed between this one and uh, King or King of the Monsters and this one? I think it's I, only I, like three years, I think, from what I, 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 I think remember. It's five. Five. Yeah, it's okay. only a couple years after. Three to five. Oh, five. It's not too long afterwards. Right. Um, but I don't I don't remember for sure. Yeah, but we also get the introductory uh, introduction of the little girl that mm-hmm. apparently Kong saved. Um, when the storm ravaged Skull Island, she was part of like the the natives that live there, and she can she's the only one that's communicating with Kong. And I thought that was really cool. Like that was one of like the highlights of the movie, other than like the monster fights, is like that relationship that they have. A hundred percent. And you know what's something I thought about that would re- be really cool to see in the future. You know how I, I know you guys are like, oh, we're gonna Vern, let's talk about the MCU. Listen. <laughs> You know how the MCU, there, there's movies that are in the future, there's movies that are in the past. Like, I, 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 obviously, a lot of franchises do this type of thing, but like, I'm just saying, imagine we see a movie in the future of Kong, but like, it's it twists back to the storm getting 
too bad and the like the people on the island perishing and him saving that girl like seeing that story played out on cinema would be pretty cool like yeah what what i was thinking is like how black widow takes place in between civil war and infinity war apparently like there but it's coming out now like way years like like doing something like that going back and kind of telling the old story like that'd be kind of cool from there then we get to the introduction for godzilla and Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna lie seeing godzilla as the bad guy is amazing like it goes back to the old (laughs) godzilla movies where he's just wrecking shit and he just comes in pissed off and just destroying everything i'm like what is going on here like like like, no warden no nothing he's just coming in wrecking shit that's kind of why i wanted to go back and rewatch it because like i know whenever i went into it the first time i was thinking like all right is this godzilla or (laughs) yeah or the special uh you know surprise monster that they totally kept secret this whole time that was a surprise to everybody yeah total surprise (laughs) total surprise so much of a surprise my son had surprise toys before the movie came out like right. he's out in the living room playing with the little Mecha Godzilla, Godzilla, and a King Kong like toys. Like, you know what I mean? like, but you're right. I I wasn't sure if it was like Mecha Godzilla because I know like I, I think it's one of the older movies. He actually like has like the appearance of Godzilla, and then it, like they, they as they fight or whatever, he turns into right. Mecha Godzilla. Um, Got like the realistic skin going on. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's it was really cool seeing just Godzilla just coming in and wrecking shit on purpose, like not even just to save it. <laughs> He's just coming and destroying. It was pretty cool seeing uh, the guy's son, the guy that sacrificed himself with the nuclear weapon last time. His yes. son, kind of just staring at Godzilla, just like. Just yeah. like mad, like he's a, he's got that vendetta and with we've it. We've only really seen Godzilla use the atomic breath like a couple times throughout the past couple movies, like right, when he really needs it, bro. The whole movie, every time you see him, he's using that shit. Like mm-hmm. he comes out, and starts destroying everything. This was the championship game, man. Didn't you see the bracket they had in the playoff in the uh, bro? And that's in the that's gonna credits? like listen. We'll get into that because that like March I had a pros and cons list, and that was on my cons list because I was like, "Come on, That's this is March like Matt. it's a little too on the nose for me to have the like defeated, defeated, and have like the March Madness bracket." And I'm like, "Come on, come on!" Like I was all for like the classified, like you know how they did with all the other movies where it was, like the classified documents opening. And the I'm cool all for stuff it. They had behind it. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, stuff you couldn't read. Towards the end of the credits, you get that bracket. Or they're sh- and I'm like, oh, come on. Like, it's a little on the nose. Like, it was really cool. I know we're kind of off topic here, <laughs> but, like, in those credits there, when you get to see Godzilla straight, like, like atomic breath down the uh, Mudo's throat yeah. there. Like, it's just, you see it so close there in that little scene. I thought that was pretty cool. From there, we get to meet the the head of Apex Technologies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, you know, mm-hmm. like, Obviously, the bad guys. Like, just by looking at him, like, all right, these are these the bad guys. This, this guy this wears the bad his guy. coat. He doesn't even put the sleeves through his arms <laughs> through the sleeves on the coat. That's how you know he's evil. That's... It's like some, uh, it reminds me, it's I don't know if Corella DeVille ever even did that, but I feel like that's something Corella DeVille yeah. would do. No, that's oh, evil shit. DeVille I did forget oh, yeah. one little thing. <laughs> Whenever Godzilla destroyed that apex facility you get to see like a, a red ball that was floating there and you're like oh and that kind of was something else and it was the... using like the orca sounds from the last movie 
Take a break, Godfather. Yeah. And the, pod- the podcaster so, yeah. with yeah. the conspiracy theories, and he's on to something here, and he works for Apex. And like, there was a lot of like interesting stories. Like, maybe well, a lot is exaggerated. There wasn't a lot of interesting stories in the background, but there were some yeah. interesting stories in the background. I, I see, like, one of them. as you can tell, that is one character like that slipped my mind. Like, mm-hmm. he is a part of the movie, but he doesn't. Not, like, yeah, right. like yeah, you get to see like he's a very like he's the Alex Jones of the of the like Titans. <laughs> It doesn't affect like, like anything, but it's more like, like <laughs> narrative. It gives he's he gives more narrative. Yeah, that's story. that's exactly what the, the the humans are there to do is to like either yeah, move these monsters anyway. to the locations to fight <laughs> or just to progress the story. Like, but yeah, where he, they he, he, he has been working for Apex for years now just to infiltrate and find out secrets. Mm-hmm. And he was at the facility whenever Godzilla attacked, and then he ended up like sneaking through the back rooms, and that's where he saw like that orb that was like pretty much like that's the reason godzilla was attacked like he was called that there was, by the orb that was like it just it was like like you're saying it was emitting that sound you know what i mean yeah. and it kind it's of like, like the orca box that they used and the last one to like communicate to like mothra mothra and uh rodan and shit but yeah from there then you get to meet the villain I, i've seen him in a couple other movies and stuff before um, but he talks to uh, Alexander Skarsgård's character, the scientist, who has, he's a very, like, outspoken, he's written books about hollow earth theory, and, like, these, these titans could be coming from there, and he's like, because, I mean, this isn't just in the movie, there's actually people that believe in, like, the hollow earth theory now, so, I mean, it's right. not too far-fetched, but then, like, the, the evil dude behind Apex says, well, we got these ships now that could travel through these tunnels, and right away, we've I thought 2014 Godzilla, he, he was fighting against these tanks and helicopters and they fire <laughs> missiles at him. And then the last one, the King of the Monsters, we just got like that spaceship that just tracks the Titans. And now we get in like flying like hover ships that can go through d- dimensional and portals in the control Earth. Control gravity and. Just all this wild shit. Is that what they It's been yeah. five years? Does it like reverse his gravity <laughs> going through the portal or something? But I was like, what is this? Like, this is a crazy sci fi. I'll, I'll play they, devil's advocate for that. Maybe it's like some, you know, some side effect of like all the Titan, you know, information coming in. Maybe it, they got some like weird kaiju technology now from like, I don't know, well, blood. blood that, or... We'll get to that in the future, in the, in the future in this video here because they do. End up stumbling upon something. Yeah, um, but pretty much the evil dude from Apex pretty much says like, you know that so much about this. Like, I want to hire you to help like find because we we want to get the resources from Hollow Earth pretty much. But we're they the have good a, guys. But we're the good guys. But we we have a feeling that Titans are like it, it's in their DNA to go home to go where they come from to, like Hollow Earth. So, like, they have to find a Titan that could lead them there. In- entrance, Kong. And... See him coming in on a... Being carried by, like, three yeah. helicopters. Alexander Skarsgård goes, talks to Rebecca Hall's character, who I guess they know from their past. They've worked together. And he convinces her, like, hey, Kong doesn't like you here. You want to move him? This might be the best place to move him, you know? And... Oh, take him to Antarctica. Take him to Antarctica <laughs> to, to chase this hollow earth theory. While we're down there, 
we have these ships. Like I mean, somehow <laughs> they convinced the U.S. military and Navy to loan them like all these uh, like aircraft carriers. There's like thirty of them. To... Oh, you're talking. Yeah, shit. I'm sorry. I was getting way ahead of myself there. But yeah, just to transport Kong across the sea, mm-hmm. uh, and they like they purposely went out of like I think it's Godzilla's like like known routes around the world so they're like well we'll just kind of avoid them but like nope <laughs> that didn't work for, for very long um because i mean of course everybody saw the moments like in the trailers you get the big fight between godzilla and kong and i mean what, what did you guys think of the fight i thought it was really cool how they did it i thought it was pretty dope yeah yeah it's to a point that you brought up it's really cool that they did it in like broad daylight. There's no like, you know, no darkness, yeah. no rain. That's what no I really like about obscuring effects. Yeah, there's no mm-hmm. rain, there's no storms. Like, I mean, I we figured mostly that was due to like covering up like to make the CGI look better. And those uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think easier. it looked I think it looked great in these cuz I mean, even at the nighttime oh, yeah. and towards the end of the movie like the Tokyo fight, it's still clear. Like even though it's oh, nighttime, yeah. it's pretty it's pretty clear the neons help. Um but I really like this fight, man. It was like Kong, he was just struggling to get out. They fucker, they almost drowned his ass because the boat flipped over and he's still chained to the boat. And they're like, well, what are we going to do, man? <laughs> like, I saw this really left. cool take on it. Um, they were talking about how it's really cool that the one scene, like how they filmed those scenes, not necessarily filmed, but like the perspectives they used during that fight to make it look like more than just big monster fighting big monster. Like, yeah. it looked like that, but, like, there was, like, it felt like there was flow cohesiveness to what was going on because of the perspective. Film them so you know who is the antagonist and protagonist, like, antagonist, too. Right, exactly. Right. Like, like to my point here, like, yeah. there's, a, there's a clip where you're, like, you're almost as you're standing on the aircraft carrier and you see um, Godzilla crawl up onto the ship. And then yeah. as, like, and you're, like, glancing up at him as a, a almost there was as, a lot like, of in those, awe. Like, I like that, too, because you see that a lot in the Tokyo fight and whenever, like, Godzilla first rampages through that facility, you see a lot of those, like, low shots where you're, like, you're seeing from an actual, like, person's point of view, like, oh, shit, Godzilla's attacking. Like, you got to see that, too, but, I mean, a lot of the shots, like, of Godzilla specifically, you're, like, they're very menacing shots. (laughs) Like, it shows him, like, out in the distance, like, coming in with his spikes up over the water and shit. And then he goes through the boats. And then you had that shot of Godzilla, of Kong where he's like, I want to go out. I want to protect the people on this boat. Where can I go? And then he, like, looks and then he sees, like, the big empty aircraft carrier. And there's a ship in between. And then it just kind of tracks the shot of him, like, hopping, (laughs) jumping off that (laughs) other ship, which totally didn't kill a bunch of people. <laughs> onto the other ship, and then they they duke it out, man. They have at it. Of course, it leads into the water where, I mean, Kong he's not a very good swimmer, and uh, Godzilla pretty much starts dragging his ass to the deep depths of the, of the ocean. When the humans got to bail Kong out, he they bail him out a couple times in this movie. I was a little disappointed about that fact. They saved him a they couple had times. To. We, I was I gonna told say you that too. Motherfuckers I... going into this ship, Godzilla was going with. That's, I yeah. agreed, and I was rooting for Godzilla the whole time, but I still think that they probably could have done a better job of, like, portraying Kong as more of a, like, more of a contender, like, with the whole chains yeah. and everything. It would have been awesome if he would have just busted him. Just if he would have been like, out. I could have done that yeah. at any time. That's what like, I thought. Like, he was just, I was along for the ride with you guys. On some I Superman you. shit, bro. Just yeah, like, right. 
Like, why'd you let him put it on you? It makes you (laughs) feel safer, you know what I mean? And I mean, that's what I was going to say as well, is like, even though I knew, I was rooting for Godzilla the whole time, like, going into the movie, I felt so goddamn bad for Kong this whole movie, dude. I felt like, I felt sad almost every scene leading up to the fights, just because, like, dude wants to go home. And then they put him on a boat and he's chained there. And then, like, the night before the fight, he's just, it's pouring rain and he's just sitting there in the rain. And I'm like, I feel so bad for this gigantic ape. (laughs) Like he looks so sad sitting there and the girl goes out. He's a lot more human than Godzilla is. So that's why it's easier to relate with Kong. Exactly. Like, you know what I mean? We're just monkeys. I felt so bad for him. I think they almost did too good of a job making him like a sympathetic character in that in that respect like you said like because you do just feel bad for him the whole time because he just kind of yeah. gets shit on oh like, and wow. it gets even more <laughs> it gets even worse it gets more heartbreaking mm-hmm. um but yeah as as they get on the ship and with the fight and everything you get to find like uh that you know the bad guy of apex he puts his daughter there who does she does absolutely nothing for the movie really yeah she, she doesn't serve any purpose really well um i mean, I mean well she she honestly her herself she does nothing yeah, you're right. You're right. Like, <laughs> she doesn't really do anything. I was thinking of like the mission, but she does. She's literally just there nothing. to be just like an antagonist, where she's like, she's just like a bitch. Just let the monkey go or whatever. Her, like, her character what does it is matter? just to be the bitch daughter of the evil yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. But then we, they're like, well, we gotta find a way to transport Kong again. So they put his ass on a big old net, <laughs> and they just fly him with these. <laughs> these uh, helicopters to antarctica for wherever they were i don't know how that happened yeah um so getting back to the other part of the story here millie bobby brown comes back for this one you see her dad (laughs) you see her dad for like maybe five minutes this whole movie she has a fight she's like i know godzilla didn't do anything wrong i listen to his podcast he's right such such He's, he's got a lot of truths he doesn't believe her so she's like fuck it i'm gonna go find him we're going to figure this out. And she hunts him down, you know, it's a little comedic relief. She brings her friend and stuff who like the friend really doesn't do anything either. Like, I feel like it could have just been her and the conspiracy dude. <laughs> if that. Did you, did you go, did either you watch hunt for the wilder people, by the way? I couldn't remember. It's that, yeah. It's the it's kid from there. Kid. And it's yeah, kid. <laughs> yeah. He's in a uh, Deadpool too. Also. Oh yeah. Yeah. He is, oh, yeah. I, I thought he looked familiar. That. So that's where I saw, I saw him in Deadpool yeah. too. So, I mean, and then he pretty much, like, they go and break into that Apex facility that was, like, messed up. And that big orb is gone. And it, it's gone now. So, like, oh, where'd it go? And then they start investigating a little bit more. And then they get trapped into this container that then gets onto an underground monorail that takes them directly to Tokyo <laughs> within, like, a couple <laughs> hours. But in the container is, like... They're housing those skull crawlers from from Skull Island. So like, what are the what's all this about? But you don't really get to see too much of that. <laughs> they just like kind of put a on, and then pretty much a reason just to get them to Tokyo, where Mechagodzilla is, <laughs> and the big bad. More or less food and training for Mechagodzilla. Not really food, but more or less just to see what he can do. Yeah, you know. and I know, and know to the average person, this may seem like we're skipping a lot, but it's really not because this is exactly <laughs> what they do. There's really no other information. The they movie's less go, than two hours long. Yeah, the oh, movie's yeah. less than two hours. There's the human people complain about the human aspect of these movies, 
And I feel like there's even less in this one than there is. There was less in King of the Monsters. There was even less in this one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like They go to Hong Kong. And then back to Antarctica. Uh, another absolutely heartbreaking scene. They put Kong down. He's cold as shit. They couldn't give him a blanket <laughs> or some a big coat for him. You got they a big-ass neck, but you can't get a big-ass blanket. I would have like, loved if they had a big old coat for him. That would have been fucking awesome. <laughs> like, it felt so bad because he's like sitting there freezing. <laughs> he's looking around. And then the girl's, like, trying to convince him, like, go, in, like, go into the fucking hole over here like, where we want you to go. <laughs> Oh, and then he's just like, no, I don't trust any of you. <laughs> like, you brought me out here. I don't trust it's cold as any shit. of you. Got and my then, ass beat by some big old lizard. Yeah, <laughs> ass beat by this big lizard. I almost died. I was drowned because of you asshole. And then you break me out here on a net and it's cold as hell. Now you want me to go in this hole. Where, yeah, right? For and what? then these motherfuckers have the audacity to tell, like, Get the little girl to tell him, oh, your family could be down there. Like, there could be the rest of your family. The one thing Kong that. wants more in this world is more of, like, him. More of his oh, kind. No shit. Next thing you know, he starts running to the fucking hole. And all the people are like, where's he going? Where's he going? And where's they going? load up on their little fancy they load ships. in their hovercraft spaceships. <laughs> Kong's, like, swinging off of, like, the, the cave. Like, the tech, like, the shit they have built in there. You get to the crazy sci-fi part here where they, like, rip into the, the portal to go to the hollow Earth. A whole nother world. In the middle of the Earth, there's uh, a sun somehow. <laughs> there's, like, light source. Uh, and an actual ecosystem for some reason on both, like, like when you look up, there's a whole nother, like, world you can go to. Like, it's crazy. I don't understand it. But it was wild. Like, Inverted, like, like, ceiling. Where the fuck is the sun at? Like, it, it can't, it, <laughs> where is this is light it, source coming from? How are all these things surviving here? Is that the core? Like, if I, it I is the it. core, you would expect tons of fire and magma everywhere, exactly. not flourishing like plants and trees and forests. Weird and, birds flying around. Yeah, like, I think I think it works on a sci-fi level as like a pocket dimension thing, but then yeah. things they do later on completely like contradict that. And it, that's the thing that kind of that was that's a big con for me. But we'll get to that later. But yeah, if it was yeah. like a pocket dimension where it's just like a Pacific Rim type deal, where for whatever reason there's these like portals that lead to this Hollow Earth shit, then that yeah, that would they be, said they were like all be... over the all over the globe. They showed like the the hologram of like all the extras they found, and I mean like I thought it was gonna be kind of connected to like King of the Monsters, where they showed like Godzilla sleeping like in that like Atlantis type area under like deep deep down where they right. they actually detonated a nuclear bomb in his face <laughs> to power him up you know the nuclear lizard that you're gonna put this gigantic ape against yeah anyway like this movie shouldn't even been made at the end of the day like come on now a nuke up in this dude's face to power him up but this big monkey's gonna beat him Right. This three-headed alien dragon from another world could not beat this thing, but this big monkey could. Right. Got it here. Um, <laughs> he's the... got thumbs. He's got thumbs. <laughs> he's got thumbs. But even though we went through the heartbreaking uh, moment of of the Antarctica scene, I felt good because he actually got to be in like where he comes from. He's got to mm -hmm. 
go home, like what he wanted to do. And I mean, he he goes in, he finds like the statues of his ancestors, I guess they built, and like this whole like society. It was a really cool scene. And like he goes in and he finds the axe with made of like one of I guess Godzilla's ancestors, like one of his spine like fins, I guess. Oh, pieces of that. Yeah, the dorsal that plate. He ends up going in and in a cool scene, he just sits on the damn throne, bro. Around the throne is that like Godzilla painting or like etching yeah. or whatever it is in the ground. And then like I was watching a video they were talking about that's kind of like a metaphor for like you can't rest for long because there's always this threat that looms, more or less. And I was like, that's cool. Like, so, like, the next time I watch it, I'm going to keep an eye out for that. Like, there's a Godzilla around the throne. Like, yeah. he, a huge, like, you know, and it's just, like, the the way they interpreted it in the video, they were, like, kind of seems like it's always, like, he's looming in the background. Like, don't rest for too long type of thing. Like, and back to Tokyo, where everything else is going to be taking place now from that, for the rest of the movie. Uh, you get to see the, the, pod, the podcaster... They break into, I mean, they they don't even have to break into. They they're like monorail like cart arrives, and they they kind of break out and they're going through the big apex facility and they come into this gigantic room with an eyeball sitting there and blood all over the walls and they're like, oh what's gonna happen here? And a, a gigantic skull crawler comes out <laughs> and almost eats them alive. And this is where we get the introduction of the other big bad of the movie. Mecha Godzilla, where they bring him up and he absolutely tears this skull crawler up. And I guess they could only run Mecha Godzilla on like 40% power at this point because they lack the energy that they need from Hollow Earth, from like the Titan source. And that was part of the reason why he sent his daughter down there is to get like the formula for that, <laughs> like that energy, I guess. So we also get to see another continuation from the movie. Um, after they see the reveal of Mechagodzilla, they're walking through the Apex facility, and you see the skull of King Ghidorah, that old Tywin Lannister Charles Dance bought at the end of King of the Monsters of the After Credits. They don't really make it known, but I mean, if people that are a fan of like the Godzilla universe, they know that like Ghidorah is like, is he can use telekinesis and he's telepathic and shit. That's how like the heads communicate and stuff too. Um, so I mean, that kind of plays into it because they put the dude's son and inside of the skull and they have all these colorful tubes coming out of it and he's like in a vr headset in there and that's how they're controlling mecha godzilla i guess i don't know if they have the brain from Ghidorah in mecha godzilla it's about really... the like dna yeah they use the the ancient alien dna it's like to some, power it some uh ancient astronomical theorist ancient <laughs> alien shit that they're talking about here but to power it, but yes, they they power up Mecha Godzilla to tear up this skull crawler. We get to see that this dude is is powering it within the skull of Ghidorah, and by powering Mecha Godzilla, that alerts the real Godzilla, who then once again just climbs up out of the ocean and just reeks the. Senses that raggedy bitch Ghidorah's like brain energy coming out of the he's city, like, and he's oh, just like, "Okay, back? all right, oh, you back, huh? <laughs> Someone oh, else no. wants to challenge me, okay?" <laughs> and... I do want to say too, just as an aside, I really like kind of, I kind of dig the Mecha Godzilla like design in this one. I think it really works. Like, I always thought Mecha Godzilla looked cheesy as sh- I mean, all of it is cheesy as shit, and yeah. like the Showa 
you know, like, because that's just kind of how it was made. Like, yeah, I get absolutely. it. Like, that's what it is. But, like, I thought this one was pretty dope. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was, too. They, they they really did a good job with, like, not only just Mechagodzilla, but, like, all the designs through, like, all these movies for all these oh, yeah. monsters. Yeah. Um, I think the only one that kind of lacks is, like, the Mutos from, like, the, the 2014 Godzilla. But I those mean, were, like, a whole simple. new, like, thing. Right. Like, yeah. Those weren't they're simple, but they, I think they look cool, but they're yeah. simple. They're yeah, those are all thing. Godzilla, man, he comes up and he wreaks absolute havoc, destroying everything, destroying bridges. I looked it up. It is Hong Kong where the final... Hong Kong. Yeah. Yeah, and he's just wreaking havoc on Hong Kong, which is like a throwback to the old movies <laughs> in itself. But, um, it, it looks like at the end end is Mount Fuji where they where they fight. Um, oh, okay. As far as... Because I think the base is within Mount Fuji mm-hmm. or some shit. Bust out of. Yeah, he busts out but, of. Like, whenever he finds Kong, when he does what we're about to talk talk about, he's he, he goes to Hong Kong for that. Yes, because Godzilla starts wreaking havoc and destroying shit, which is awesome. I love seeing Godzilla as the bad guy in this movie. It's so good, mm-hmm. dude. It's so good because he's like, he just, just has the continuous glow of blue and his eyes are blue the whole time. And I mean, and you get that cool shot where he like looks up into the sky and it zooms in on his face and it's just like glowing. Is really cool. I guess Kong can tell that Godzilla is up, <laughs> up like straight above him, I guess. Um, and he puts the axe into the floor, which, like, what you said, Burn, with, like, it shows the outline of blue of Godzilla around, like, the the throne area. And I'm guessing Godzilla senses that, because <laughs> he straight up blasts his nuclear <laughs> breath straight right, down. <laughs> right before that happens, the evil daughter bitch of the evil guy... She's like, now, because Kong activated the blue stuff that's all around the throne, which is the Titan DNA, like, is in the rocks and stuff. Yes. So she deploys this little drone that crawls over to the floor and, like, drills a a tiny little circle out, analyzes the sample, sends it straight to her dad, who's working with the Mechagodzilla. That has implications for the future. And this is an issue I had, whereas, like, when you're trying to get energy to power your source... I feel like just the formula wouldn't do. You would actually need the source. So I feel like them just sending the formula for this energy somehow powered Mech Godzilla the full way. They're like, that's it. That's what we've been missing. That's it. We got oh, it. Great. Just this, these, this, this data. <laughs> this da- this data that you just got. That somehow you transcribe this unknown data all of us like then, 30 seconds. Godzilla just like yeah, right through the earth. which I would imagine this would have taken a while, but I mean in the movie this <laughs> it speeds it up. But I feel like this would have taken a minute of just Godzilla just sitting there just breathing straight in the ground. And maybe, I don't maybe it depends on how fast it cuts through like rock and stuff like that because it goes super far. So and my thing is like they had to go through that portal before. How does this affect that if he's creating his own hole? to the center there um i don't know it's movie logic <laughs> but anyway you blast the whole down and somehow they cool, both look, kong, look, kong looks straight up through this hole miles and miles and miles <laughs> miles and got and roars it's godzilla looks down is like i see you buddy i see you <laughs> i see you buddy at the core of the earth i see you <laughs> so um the the bad bitch Gets in her plane and she's like, "All right, I'm taking off. Peace." Nah, Godzilla straight up grabs this shit and not oh. only 
Oh, yeah, Cog, Cog, sorry. I'm getting mixed up. Cog grabs his shit, checks it out, makes sure the little girl isn't inside and his friends. Right. It just crushes that shit. Throws it on the ground. Dunzo. Jumps in the <laughs> hole. Gra- <laughs> grabs his damn axe, jumps in the hole. Okay. And Round two, motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know how he climbs up through this hole so fast with this ship. They get up into uh, Hong Kong, and this is the big, the big, huge fight of the movie. We get to see the big old, the big shebang of bang. Probably of... the best part, and it's too short. Yeah, but I mean, it, it did something the other movies didn't do, and that was they actually got the hold on the fight. You got to see the, the whole fight yeah. instead of oh, we have something coming out, like, up in front of the camera to block, like... Like, I just remember from King of the Monsters. In King of the Monsters, when they have Godzilla run against Ghidorah and they meet up and they start fighting, then the ship just comes up into the view of the camera and blocks it and then cuts to, like, the humans talking. Same way with the 2014, where as soon as they start fighting, Uh... it cuts to something else. Where here, you get to see the full fight and I mean, Kong comes out the gate, man. He throw he throws the beat down on Godzilla, like straight yes. up first. Had me worried that minute. I was like, oh, they beating my boy up right now. I might have been wrong about this monkey. <laughs> right. He starts throwing the beat down. He like he like jump kicks him, bro. He he ends up like shoving the axe handle down his throat when he tries to use his atomic breath. Right, and it's a little homage to like the uh, the, the tree King Kong versus Godzilla with the tree. Yeah, <laughs> he shoved the tree down his throat. Kong also kind of like Godzilla goes to use his atomic breath again, and he like just grabs his snout like a dog, like he would do with a dog, <laughs> and he like just holds his mouth shut. And, you and, can, like, oh, and what's cool crazy. about it is you can see like the smoke, like the blue smoke coming out of his mouth as he's holding him. It's, um, it's so cool. <clears throat> yeah, it was really cool, man. And they're like swinging off, he's swinging off of buildings and shit. And then, like, the one cool part is, like, Godzilla just, like, using his atomic breath, like, cutting buildings in half. And, like, Kong's just running through, like, like dodging and, like, swinging off of buildings. Another flaw of movie logic is, like, he's using that atomic breath to cut through these buildings. But then he clips Kong's shoulder and it just burns him. <laughs> it just burns. It's just, like, cinches his hair on his shoulder. Stronger than he's the like, building, right? He's like, oh! <laughs> and he falls in the water and he like stat he like shoves that axe in the Godzilla's like side, which like I didn't think it was actually gonna like penetrate him, but it did. And then like Godzilla like grabs it with his teeth and just whips it into a building, which was cool. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> um and then you actually get to like more of the fight, just like Godzilla uh Kong ends up like hiding from him. He's like up on on top of a building. What is the Godzilla kind of gets like I don't think he gets knocked out or anything like that, but he's just, like, all disoriented. Yeah. And then, like, he waits for him to wake up, and he's just hiding on a building, and he throws a rock, like, somewhere yeah. else, so, like, Godzilla looks. And, and Kong <laughs> just jumps right on jumps his back. straight on his back. I think it was right after he had that big, like, the moment of the trailer, whenever he right. charges the axe up with his breath, and then he jumps, and then, it like, the energy explodes. Blows which, I, I guess back. he didn't actually, like... Cause I feel like that axe, if it went through his side, it would have went straight through Godzilla's head, dude. If it it doesn't explode. look like it actually hits Godzilla. It just looks like it like explodes before it gets there. Right. That and that's whatever. Like he goes and hides, and Godzilla's like disoriented, 
And then he just like hops on his back and starts beating the shit out of him. But then the tables turn. <laughs> Whenever like Godzilla like turns it around, he gets Kong on the ground. And man, I think this is one of the coolest moments for me because like this is a part of Godzilla we haven't even seen in these movies yet, where he's running on all fours, dude. <laughs> and I was like, that is so cool. Hey, where he's like on, he's crawling like a lizard. Uh, and then he's like on top of him just slicing the shit out of him with his claws just gives him the beat down man i think i think i heard somewhere that like one of the main like things in the redesign they did with like the legendary monster verse was like they wanted to kind of invoke <clears throat> a lot of different animals with godzilla and one of them's like like sort of bear qualities and that's yeah. something you can definitely see in this movie like like you're saying like running on all fours and then just kind of fucking going yeah, at him like mauling the him. hell out of god's of kong man and then, like, he, he stomps on him a couple times. He puts his foot on him. And then, you know, that's, it's that's, over. Yeah. It's over at that <laughs> he, just, he dislocates <laughs> Kong's shoulder. He dislocates Kong, Kong's shoulder, just man. yells at him. Yeah, he just, like, puts his foot on him and then just, like, I'm the dominant one. I'm the alpha. Like, let this Yo, be known. I'm going to let you know something. I was watching that fight with my girl the other night because um, I just wanted to show her. I like, did, too. I, I, I showed it at, too. I was it. like, look how cool this shit is. You know what she said to me after that part right there, whatever? He was, like, just looking at him, like, and just, like, Bruh. she's, like, all that to assert dominance. And I'm, like, you goddamn right. Like, God. what do you mean all that? To this? Like, this is Godzilla. <laughs> you got, you know what I mean? It was just so funny because she's just, like, yeah, and all I mean, that as for, he's screaming she in thought his somebody face, was gonna die. You know what I mean? She yeah, like, and I mean, as Godzilla's crazy. screaming in his face, even though Kong knows he's done for, he's like, "I'm not giving up." He still he screams back at he him. Screams right back. And then at Godzilla's him. like, "Okay, okay, I respect it. I respect you for like, even though you down, you still go put up a fight." And then he's just like, "All right, I respect you. You good, man?" Well, I'll see he, you later. And then, because I mean, even when he removes his foot. Kong's not getting up. That dude's down. He's like, he's hurting, dude. Back in the facility, because they got this energy, of course, they lose control of it. I guess, I'm guessing Ghidorah gets full control, maybe? Is it? I think think it's just the AI. Really? Is it? I don't know. I don't don't know if it's... Ghidorah's like I don't know like presence or like ghost of Ghidorah or like his yeah. weird psychic energy or something yeah, like that's what I was thinking over. is like it's the AI plus like I don't know if Ghidorah's controlling it I think it's great how like literally like three seconds after getting full power that thing fucking like shits the dude out of the VR seat like, you know what I mean like <laughs> it was a very right Samuel Jackson moment in like- Blue Sea wherever he's having his villain speech and then he like yeah. turns around, and then like Mechagodzilla just destroys him right with the beam right away. Right, right. right. Um, and if it is Ghidorah running this machine, he busts out of the mountain, and imagine the first thing you see is that motherfucker that killed you, Godzilla. <laughs> that's that's why I think that's it. Why it's implied because it's like right away what he goes for, he's just like you. <laughs> you. And he's like, I who's mean, the I am, I am glad that. Uh, <laughs> Kong is there because if he wasn't, I think Mecha Godzilla would have killed Godzilla's ass. He oh, yeah. was he was laying he it on him like big time. It just makes a big triangle at the end of the day. It's the fucking cop out that they have for this movie. That's my one con. Is yeah, that the they, for humans, this is like the third time in the movie they end up saving Kong. But Not they, even. I mean, like, like with the whole. We'll, we'll get to it, but actually, we'll get to this at the end. I'll get to, when we talk about the cons. I'll, we'll get to that. 
But yeah, whatever they have to save Kong, so they use that big spaced hover ship that they use to, you know, that could reverse the gravity going through the portal. They use that as like a big ass defibrillator and pretty much jumpstart kick Kong's heart and gives him all this energy. He hops up and does that like you know you see it in the, the preview where he fucking he slams his shoulder against the the building to pop it back in and then he just like rolls it in the place and man he just starts like whip whomping on mecha godzilla <laughs> <laughs> he's rejuvenated Cause, cause somehow this giant monkey could beat mecha godzilla but godzilla can't beat mecha godzilla i mean <laughs> we even got to see a couple times where they were both like teaming up fighting it yeah. was so cool how they were fighting them it was kind of cool wherever like godzilla like kong holds up the axe and godzilla just blasts it with his nuclear breath just to power it up uh-huh. For the co-op finisher Just, move. Yeah, the, co-op <laughs> finisher move. <laughs> the Avengers Ultimate Alliance move. Yeah, yes, like, exactly. Iron Man uses Cap Shield to blast yep. And I mean, he uses that axe to pretty much chop up Mecha Godzilla. Right. <laughs> he chops him up, rips his head off, rips bro. his head off, red head off. Man, it was awesome. And then you get them the staring each other down, where they're like, "All right." Like, we cool all right you cool you stay godzilla's like you just stay off my turf <laughs> kong drops the axe almost in like a that shield don't belong to you moment you know what i mean like <laughs> he, he drops the axe and like just like like you know and then like yeah, i saw another thing where the they're talking right they said the movie like kind of ends with that silence where he goes into the water with the music playing and then it's silent yeah, like it's almost like it's just like he just goes right back to being out yeah. of everybody's picture. And a for funny moment years. I forgot to mention is whenever they did bring Kong back, whenever they used the defibrillator on him, the the girl's there that he has the connection with, and she's like, "You gotta help him. Like he's not the bad guy." And Kong's like, "What do you mean he's not the bad guy? He like, he's like, he's like I almost like, died. He almost <laughs> What do you mean? It's just like he's on our side. The other one's the bad guy, and that's like she convinced him to go help. Um, But yeah, like what you said was supposed to end there with them just like, all right, we cool, I guess. Like Kong's like understands, like all right, man, you you fucked me up. You got the best of me, but I'm still gonna do my thing. But I mean, Godzilla goes off, Um, and instead, I guess this was supposed to be the after credits, but they added it to they tacked it on at the end of the movie instead um whenever kong is actually back in hollow earth i guess monarch has facilities in hollow earth now they have them and i mean he's just swinging around doing his thing and he's back in hollow earth he gets his own home now and mm-hmm. godzilla's just gonna roam the actual the the surface of the earth i guess they're gonna have their own spots have their own spots so i mean like i really liked it i mean it it definitely was the best for the parts that you came for, that you came to see. You know, it it really delivered. Um, what were your like initial thoughts or some pros and cons for you guys? I, I mean, obviously, all the fight scenes were like dope, like awesome. No complaints there. Like it was all great. Everything that I came to this movie wanting, I got like in spades. I was just thoroughly impressed with all that. Um, I don't know. I, I felt like the stakes weren't as high in this one as they were in King of the Monsters. Like, King of the Monsters was like, oh, yeah. well, if if Ghidorah is, like, left alive, then uh, everybody's fucked. But in this yeah, one, it's just like... In that, like, in that movie, you knew, like, if, all right, this is for the fate of the world at right. right now. Where here, it was like, they're just fighting. 
just the fight, just to see, to like determine who's the alpha. Even the humans' right. Mecha Godzilla motive was to kill Godzilla. It wasn't to take over the world. Maybe later, yeah. but like their their goal was, it was like to be the if he ever turns predator, on us, like the name of the company. Right, <laughs> like, right, there was, right. They wanted to be the like the humans wanted to be the alpha. They, they wanted, wanted to, to be, be Godzilla. Control, like, they wanted to have their foot on the chest type of thing. Even right. if, yeah, like, right. it's like having it's a thousand nuclear weapons even. You know what I mean? Like they know that like we can't control Godzilla, and I mean exactly. as you as you figured out because like the dude even talked about it, they set it up to have Godzilla like go up there and start demolishing shit. It wasn't like Godzilla chose to go over there, like in the beginning of the movie to destroy that facility. This was all planned to make Godzilla look like he was like unstable, pretty like much. Like they needed right? Mecha Godzilla. Yeah, exactly. The reason to have Mecha Godzilla. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I have I have a couple of pros and cons here. Um, we already talked about the tournament bracket. That was one of my cons. I did not like <laughs> the bracket. <laughs> the Millie Bobby Brown story, I was not big a fan of. I feel like they could have did something different with that. I maybe maybe if you would have even made it the story of just the son of the the guy from the previous movies, you could have yeah. just had it Flesh around him, where he was like helping develop this, and then he's like, wait a minute, we shouldn't be developing Mechagodzilla or something. Like you could have did it like that. Well, that dude had some hate for Godzilla, so he probably really wanted to make Mechagodzilla. Yeah, but, but I'm saying cool like he could have started out like that, but then like he had a change of heart whenever he saw like Mechagod what like what they were actually trying to do or something, you know? Right. Instead of them trying to guess a password. Yeah, and then they just dumped the fucking the dude's alcohol on the on the control panel. Right. <laughs> like, oh shit. I oh, feel like that. I felt that, like all that stuff was written like that. while they were filming it. Like we need to f- have something <laughs> fill in here. I feel like Mechagodzilla should have had more of a build up. Exactly. In the movie, I mean, like. like he... I feel That's like they should introduce that aspect way earlier in the movie to kind of build up. It was here and gone so fast. Exactly. That was one of my cons as well. And just kind of the whole realism behind the Godzilla blowing the hole through the <laughs> earth with his with his <laughs> with his breath and then having got like Kong like pop up just through, go it. through it. <laughs> my only minor complaint other than that is it's Godzilla ver- it's Kong versus Godzilla. Kong was definitely the the main character of this movie. I wish we would have kind of got to see more Godzilla, in, mm-hmm. as as throughout the story goes. But I mean, it was only like an hour and forty something minutes, hour and fifty minute movie. It's a lot to cram in, like to go all these. You went to Antarctica, you went to Hong Kong, you went to the Hollow Earth. All to, it's hard to fit all that in like a two hour movie. The uh, the pros uh, we uh, we talked about a little bit was the fights in the daytime. It's pretty crystal clear. You got to see all that. Kong's relationship with the girl in the in the movie, the, how they actually had someone. I hope if they do any more Kong movies, have her in there so they can actually communicate with Kong because they know they could do sign language now. Right. Godzilla is the bad guy. I had in here as well. Like that was definitely an up for me. I don't know how many times they're going to be able to get away with doing that <laughs> without doing the same story kind of where they want them to be the bad guy. Um, like but, someone's. Uh, antagonize like yeah someone's making like yeah uh framing him in a way i guess um i don't know how many times they can get away with that because i mean it just seems like now it's set in stone in the universe that like godzilla only really appears whenever there's some fucking trouble going on (laughs) where he's gotta like you gotta handle business Mm -hmm. um but other than that mecha godzilla was the last thing on my pros list man i think even though there wasn't much build up he was awesome what we what we got to see 
I oh, thought yeah. it was cool when he was just like whooping Godzilla's ass, like just sliding his face across the. I was so worried, man. And then he like did the <laughs> fucking he did the shit that Godzilla did to the Muto, where he like tried to hold his mouth open and he was gonna breathe like the red. I'm like, oh, here comes Kong. <laughs> Bro, I was like, what? Like, but, I only had two cons for the whole movie, and like I already told you one. Uh, it was the cop out of the triangle. Okay, of Godzilla beats Kong. Kong beats Mechagodzilla. Mechagodzilla beats Godzilla. I don't like the uh, Pokemon type thing that's going on here. You know what I mean? Like, it's too yeah. easy. It, it's it too is. easy. You know it what I mean? It is a little too easy. And then my only other, um, like I said, I still love the whole movie, but my only other um, complaint would have been it's not even a complaint. It's more like I'm not used to it. It's seeing Godzilla move so goddamn fast. You know what I mean? I'm just not not used to that. Like, I'm you. You tell me for all these years, you got him moving like this, like through cities and stuff. Just yeah. I mean, yeah. Even through the past two movies, and now he's just like somewhat slow, crawling around, just jumping like. That is one of my best, my favorite parts though, is whenever he was like on all fours and he was like awesome, weaving through the buildings, coming at him. I was like, what is this? Like that is so cool. He's like very, very lizard like. Yeah. Very but lizard-like. And we got to see a fight in the that. water, too. Right, yeah, right. But I, otherwise, pros were, like, everything else. I thought it was great. I did I did not, uh, agree with you as far as the Millie Bob... Bob what's her name? Millie Bobby, Millie Bobby Brown. Brown. Yeah, she, her I feel story like wasn't she was that great. Really needed. But, but, I mean, Stranger I Things, else. huge still. She's she's a rising star. She was in the last movie. Throw her right. in. It's a pub. Get some publicity right. on the movie. But what are, what were your thoughts on the movie, Quentin? Oh yeah, no, I, I I liked it all together. I mean, pretty much a lot of the same points you guys are saying there. I mean, like the human aspect of the story is always going to be like the weakest part of a you know big kaiju movie. I think yeah, I think that's probably like one of the things they could work on the most with like the legendary universe. I think they try to do too much of the kind of quirky, you know josh whedon type like avengers dialogue like mm-hmm. a little bit too like, much that doesn't comic reliefs all the like, time reliefs. they don't it doesn't take itself too seriously which is like a good thing but also it's kind of like ah, oh, you could do better like you're just yeah. not really trying which is fine because i agree so, i mean if you look at movies like pacific rim where it had a really good story and it was pretty well written oh, throughout yeah. it was really it was really well oh, it was yeah. really good um well, that, i feel that, like if they that, just put that, a little bit more thought into the story <laughs> I mean, I feel like even Pacific Rim didn't even like try to take itself too crazy much seriously, but they just wrote actual characters. <laughs> like yeah. it wasn't just like, like some one-off. Like, oh well, we need this person to do this because it drives the plot. Okay, yeah. like we know what the humans do in a kaiju movie. It's whatever. But it's, it's, I mean, it's, I'm sure it has a lot to do with like the audience here in, in North America as well. Oh. Sure. <laughs> because like oh, yeah. you get like i forget what it was it was like shin godzilla i think it was oh i love movie. shin godzilla where oh my god most of the movie it's it's pretty much the movie is just a regular like godzilla comes up starts wrecking shit but most of the movie is the government's collaborating on like how do we stop this shit like that's right. most of the movie and then in between you get godzilla destroying shit but most of the movie is like all these diplomats and politicians are like and military are trying to figure out how to stop it and well, like that's, it's very like you get grounded kind of a big a big point of that one too and a big and they even said this like the you know the director producers of that movie that their whole point of that movie was to show how like the japanese government just kind of flounders to like deal with big disasters like that and that's kind of like that was you know sort of the point of that movie 
as in how like uh, the first Godzilla was the whole you know oh you know it's the nuclear nuclear war is the point of that one and yeah. Shin Godzilla was like oh this is the government failing to handle problems yeah <laughs> <laughs> where well, Shin mean, Godzilla Vernon have you seen that I haven't but my son oh. tells me about it like apparently it's he's so seen good. parts of it on like YouTube because I don't think he's ever seen it like in full yeah. but he tells me about Shin Godzilla but that's besides the point um i really like the movie uh one quick question before we leave is where do you think the monsterverse will go from here i honestly burning you go i want you to go i I think (laughs) um godzilla would be the next movie because like you said this was a very focused kong movie um and if i'd kind of alluded to what i think about kong's future i think if they're if they're to make another movie what i would like to see is them go back and show me what happened on Skull Island. Why is he even there in the first place? You're like, because he kind of talked about it. We know why, but like, show me the same way. Yeah. Like, we want to see the uh, the old battle in Game of Thrones with Baratheon and yeah, and we want to see that portrayed. <laughs> Robert's Re- Rebellion. We want to see that. All, we know every detail of it. But we want to see it. You know. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I would love to see Kong go in that direction. As far as Godzilla, I have no idea because, like you said. You don't know how you're gonna make him a villain again with it being like convincing and stuff like that. What monsters coming next? He's already declared he's the king of them all, like type of thing. So who knows, man? That's what I I don't I don't know. I'd like to see more Godzilla though for sure. What about you, Quinn? I think they could take it in like one of three directions, and they'll probably end up doing like some mix. But like they could either do like shit's going down in hollow earth like maybe something's weird with the ecosystem there and like you got a problem down there you got to deal with and maybe that'd be more of a kong focus yeah or they could do like uh something coming in from space because there's a ton of different space monsters that come into play that was going to be one of my suggestions is because pretty much at the end of king of all monsters we got to see pretty much all the titans bow right to to godzilla so i mean I feel like the only logical step is, like, they're going to start introducing the ones from space now. <laughs> or they could do a mix and sort of do, like, what a little bit of what they did in this one where it's, like, a human-made thing. And maybe do, like, a Biolante-type deal where it's, like, another, like, weird hybrid kaiju thing that, like, Monarch's fucking around with trying to do kaiju they stuff. Did, and... They built their own, sh- like, they created their own monster or some shit. Right, right. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think the next logical step is probably space monsters for Godzilla. Kong, probably just the Hollow Earth, like what you were saying, an issue with Hollow Earth or like a, a some kind of like Kong runs into a huge monster in Hollow Earth that they haven't we haven't seen yet. You know, yeah, something brand new. Yeah. And then maybe movies down the line, some huge monster in Hollow Earth like that was hibernating comes out and then Godzilla's got to come down the Hollow Earth. And start and help Kong out type like, shit. Keep it, keep it down down there. <laughs> He's like, what is going on down there? Crazy kids. This should have been Kong versus Godzilla Dawn of Justice. Dawn of Justice <laughs> with the Martha. Mar- Why did you say that name? Martha. Mothra. Mothra. I'm kind of I'm interested to see when and if they bring in destroyer because they did do the whole oxygen destroyer bomb shit already so they gave yeah. themselves an in there and if they destroyer. do destroyer shit will get crazy <laughs> yeah I, I that's what i was kind of hoping for i mean they got space godzilla they can use too like the crystals yeah. coming out of its back and stuff yeah that would be dope <laughs> google exactly. this picture of this thing because i didn't know what he was what the hell is this thing? 
<laughs> Destroyer is crazy. This thing, Godzilla has to fight this? Oh my god. Good luck, buddy. <laughs> but that's all I have for the movie. Um, out of a 10, what would you guys give it? I'd give it an 8. An 8? Okay. I, I would say a solid 7, 7.5, honestly. That's I was thinking about that earlier today. Yeah, but... I'll probably give it around a 7, 7.5. I'll, I'll give it, it a around. solid 8, because it was eight. dope. <laughs> it was dope. Um, but yeah, I'll give it a 7. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, if you're going in for the monster fights, you definitely won't leave disappointed. It, it definitely delivers in that aspect. But the next movie that we're going to review, Justice League Snyder Cut. Uh, that'll be coming out here. We're going to do a review for that one. Um, so be on the lookout. So uh, till next time, I'm Wyatt. This is Vern. And that's Quentin. And we'll see everybody later.